Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. And they're still there in the winter. It's just when your skin fades, you usually can't see them quite as much. Okay, so let's get into the content for today. So what is Tinea Versicolor in a summary? If you just want to gather this little bit at the first, you've downloaded the guides, you're understanding the root cause, you can have quick and easy action on what to do. Tinea Versicolor is a yeast issue internally, which is always secondary to bacterial overgrowth in the gut. You see yeast takes over in the gut when there's an abundance of non-beneficial flora or bacteria. And this is all secondary, the yeast, the bacteria to a weakened immune system, which usually has some chronic infections. So think our three pillars of chronic illness, autoimmune healing. If you're new to the show, you can go back and listen to those episodes for your immune system to allow something like Tinea versicolor yeast bacteria to come in and really have a party in your body, there's going to be nutrient deficiencies. There's going to be a dysregulated nervous system, an imbalance, stress, right? There's going to be hormone decline and usually some sort of mismatch in someone's personalized biochemistry. So skin is our largest organ. It's really a mirror to what's going on inside of our body. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. This week, I have a quick and easy episode for us. We're going to be talking about Tinea Versicolor, how to heal it naturally. I had it for a couple of years. It was super annoying. If you don't know what I'm talking about, have you ever seen someone with like little white or brown spots on their skin? I'm not talking about vitiligo. That is a different autoimmune condition. This tinea versicolor is actually a fungal condition at the root, and it can be healed without topical steroids, antifungal creams. You can heal tinea versicolor from the inside out, and it's actually pretty easy. And surprise little tip here, tinea versicolor is not made worse or not exacerbated or not, I shouldn't say not exacerbated. It can be exacerbated by the sun, but the sun's not the issue. The sun is just showing you what's underneath and what's inside of your body that's creating the condition in the first place. And I'm real sick and tired of the only information out there on the internet. The only information on PubMed on a Google search is to say, avoid the sun, put some toxic crap on your skin and move on with your life. That doesn't have to be the case. I had Tinea Versicolor, like I said, for quite a while. And I looked like a little white chocolate chip cookie. I remember taking off my sweater at a conference in San Diego in the fall. I was sitting in the sun and mine always was like really bad around the same time of year. It didn't come on in like May, June, July when a lot of people get it. My Tinea Versicolor liked to come and party on my back, my abdomen, my thighs come the fall. It was very interesting. Like around August, September, October is when it was like, okay, I'm here to rally. And I was sitting at a conference 
in San Diego and I took off my sweater and everyone like turned around. It felt like a slow-mo moment where everyone just turned around to gawk at my skin. And that's when I was like, okay, I probably need to do something about this. And I was just a little overwhelmed for it to start. So the information I'm about to share with you, I intuited, I did some research and I experimented on myself per usual and it worked for me. So before we even get started, there's a couple resources in the show notes that are totally free for you that are going to be super helpful. So just pause the episode and go ahead and download the gut cleanse guide. It's free. And then you can prepare for the gut cleanse with my meals to heal recipe guide and my one day detox food guide, food is medicine, functional medicine guide. So go ahead and download those. And of course there will be a link for us to chat one-on-one if you still feel like you need need some more direction after this episode. But I really want to lay it all out there for you that you can heal this because I one time several years ago posted a photo on Instagram a before and after of my Tania Versicolor healing. And a lot of you are listening to this from that post or from a blog post. And I get inquiries all the time still several years later about this because there's no other information about it on the internet. So if this is for you, great. And if not, pass it along to someone you love who probably have those little itchy, burny, super embarrassing chocolate chip or white chocolate chip cookie spots all over their body come the summertime. And they're still there in the winter. It's just when your skin fades, you usually can't see them quite as much. Okay, so let's get into the content for today. So what is Tinea Versicolor in a summary? If you just want to gather this little bit at the first, you've downloaded the guides, you're understanding the root cause, you can have quick and easy action on what to do. Tinea Versicolor is a yeast issue internally, which is always secondary to bacterial overgrowth in the gut. You see yeast takes over in the gut when there's an abundance of non-beneficial flora or bacteria. And this is all secondary, the yeast, the bacteria to a weakened immune system, which usually has some chronic infections. So think our three pillars of chronic illness, autoimmune healing. If you're new to the show, you can go back and listen to those episodes for your immune system to allow something like Tinea Versicolor yeast bacteria to come in and really have a party in your body, there's going to be nutrient deficiencies. There's going to be a dysregulated nervous system, an imbalance, stress, right? There's going to be hormone decline and usually some sort of mismatch in someone's personalized biochemistry. So skin is our largest organ. It's really a mirror to what's going on inside of our bodies. And that's why I recommend downloading that gut cleanse guide because it's our skin really is our gut. It really is our liver health. And so if we can get to the inside of our body and begin healing that way, the outside of our body is going to look so, so much better. And I do want to just disclose that, you know what, in an emergency situation, I'm going to bash on a lot of products and topicals, the Cessalin blue, the fungal creams, the steroid creams. Like if you, for the first time in your life, have Tinea Versicolor pop up and you have like a month until your wedding or some big day. Yeah. You know what? Go ahead and use the topical creams because this healing approach that I'm about to talk about might take a little bit longer and then come back and heal through these six steps later on that I'm about to give you. And yes, you can heal if you've been doing the topicals, you know, the Some of the creams are going to suppress your immune system. Some of them are just going to add toxicity to the body, but you still can heal. Your body is so forgiving. So what is Tinea Versicolor a little bit deeper? And as you know, as the sun grows stronger and the days become hotter, we're sweating in the summer, 
Tinea versicolor can come out to play and leave us a little self-conscious. Those little white spots or those little brown spots are Tinea versicolor. And you ask Dr. Google, Dr. Google is going to tell you that Tinea versicolor is caused by an overgrowth of yeast on the skin and most often affects teens and young adults. And the condition isn't contagious. Okay. Symptoms include patches of skin that are lighter or darker than surrounding skin, often on the trunk and shoulders. Okay. And treatments such as antifungal creams, lotions, or shampoos are usually effective. However, skin discoloration may last for weeks to months. Okay. This is where we have a little bit of work to do on the subject. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but stay with me here for a minute. I want to tell you about the most miraculous healing device I've used to leave chronic illness behind and become a modern day, real life energizer bunny. It's true. You've heard my podcast. You know, I can talk forever. First, to give you this information, I want you to think of your body like one giant solar panel. You know, the one that sits on rooftops and turns sun into energy inside the home. Our bodies are basically the same thing whether that's from the sun or healing infrared. By exposing our skin to sunlight, 7-dehydrocholesterol in the skin absorbs the UV light and is converted to pre-vitamin D, which in turn changed right into vitamin D and is used by the entire body for inflammation. The systemic effects from red and infrared light are similar as the area of your body receiving the light can impact other areas in the entire body body. This is where the solar panel analogy comes through. Research suggests this may result in more soluble mediators such as endorphins, serotonin, and increased ATP production in mitochondria. What does that even mean? Your body is going to feel hella good with infrared light. I promise. Infrared has been the second best thing next to food to heal my chronic conditions. You can click on the infrared link in the show notes to see my face riddled with eczema from my collarbone to my forehead. And these infrared devices literally helped me melt the condition away when I was healing with nutrition. I would wake up cracked, bleeding, oozing. I couldn't even smile. I couldn't move my face. But thank God for infrared as I was using the only thing that I found that could help heal my eczema, reduce my fatigue, and flush out inflammation so I could be here with you sharing the good news about how your body can heal today. Infrared therapy is so great in the winter months or when you're working during the day and your body is craving the sun. You can set up your device, your red light device next to your desk. You can lay on a biomat while you work, or you can hop in the sauna for a quick lunch break. You can have all of these devices in your home at an affordable price. So infrared light can also increase your energy, soothe eczema, psoriasis, and wounds, uplift seasonal depression, and reduce painful inflammation. The list literally goes on. We don't have enough time. And I want to tell you this winter when my Juve red light device came in the mail, I set it up on my mat, my bio mat, and I laid there with all of this infrared and light going across my upper body. And I laid there for a good 30 minutes until Jeff was like, hey, it's time to go to dinner. And the funny thing is, it was like every mitochondria inside every single cell in my whole body was like, stay. I literally could not get up because this is what my body had been craving for so long. Needless to say, we were late for dinner that evening. So Juve Red Light Therapy even has a traveler mini device for localized treatment and that is super affordable for your budget. 
One thing I know for sure, you will feel better under any sort of infrared light, whether that's a biomat, a red light device, a sauna, and you will not regret this investment for your health and healing. So check out the link in the show notes to explore all the devices I mentioned. You can use code your body can heal for $50 off a red light device or receive up to $600 off any sunlight and sauna just by using the link. So choose one, two, all three of these devices and move the needle forward for your health and healing so you can get to an abundant state of vitality. Now back to this juicy episode. And my work here is to help you understand that there are alternative treatment options to slathering things on our skin that are probably not productive, definitely not productive for our immune health, our liver, and just our general biochemistry. So Dr. Google says it's a yeast problem on the skin, which is partially true, yet fails to understand and address the root cause. So why is there yeast proliferating on the skin and causing discoloration? Because yeast is proliferating inside the body due to an underlying bacterial imbalance that I mentioned inside the gut. And our bodies are so innately intelligent. And when some nasty gram negative bacteria wants to overtake the surface area, of our GI tract, he says, oh no, you will not, and begins to completely take over the gut. The bad news is you now have a yeast issue in the form of tinea versicolor, candida, yeast infections, nutrient malabsorption, the list goes on and on. But the good news is if that bacteria were to flood your GI tract and take over and get into your bloodstream, you'd be septic and have a way bigger issue than some fun spots on your skin that get eyes turning towards you. So what can you do? We can address the root cause in a series of steps. And as you can see, if you want to go to the blog post in the show notes, my tinea versicolor was running rampant on my skin for several months, but it's literally non-existent and hasn't come back in years. And for that, I am so grateful. I could always feel it start to come on because it was like, oh my gosh, I could feel that like, it feels like something's cracking through your skin, right? Like coming out and it itches and it's it's dry. And it's just like, there's no good feeling for it. And I don't want you to have that anymore. So below are the steps I used to heal my tinea totally natural. And I've helped hundreds of clients from that one little post to date, ditch the spots on their skin, get rid of their topicals and finally feel good and be able to wear tube tops and strapless shirts or men go shirtless and not feel subconscious. So how to heal your tinea versus color naturally for good. So it can be gone. And I have six steps for you. So number one, Tinea Versicolor Home Remedies. So the first intervention, examine the topicals you currently have. Tea tree oil mixed with coconut oil works to help slow the spread and contain the yeast while you work from the inside to out to heal. But products like Seslin Blue, they do work to help kill the yeast topically and many see improvements right away. However, many also report dermatitis, skin irritation, dryness to no surprise, right? If you read the ingredients and you can decide for yourself, if you really want to be putting that stuff onto your skin, this also pertains to dermatologists prescribed medications such as antifungals, steroid creams. And in my very own panic, I will admit to you, I did start to use these. And then I was like, wait a minute, I feel my body from so much more. What am I doing using these medications that they, they didn't bring me the, the full healing. They just started to quiet things along the way. Okay. So step number two, heal the gut. What are you eating? That's like the most direct 
route of healing our gut. It's like we can prevent and we can prevail to heal what is currently there in our gut by our food. And I could write a book on this point alone. Actually, I'm in the process. But when you, what you need to take away is that your tinea versicolor is simply your body expressing to you via an unwanted symptom that there's an imbalance and oftentimes a little bit of toxicity within the body. So every time you eat a bite of food, you're either healing your body with nutrient foods and foods are literally medicine. Like, did you know that the allicillin in garlic is more potent than an antibiotic? Like, so food, we, we literally can understand food, herbs, fruits, vegetables, all of the like to be our medicine. It just takes a little bit of information and training. You can always check out my symptomless food as medicine course for that, or you'll learn more about that in the free guides that I have for you. So every time you take a bite of food, you're feeding something, you're fighting something, the choice is yours. Your diet is really everything when it comes to healing your gut. And there's some people, plenty of people who, when they learn, okay, I have to change up my food. Now they're just good with the spots on their skin. But I like to think of our symptoms of invitation. Symptoms are there when there's some sort of misalignment, when the soul's trying to communicate to us, when there's something greater trying to get our attention and say, hey, you could be living a little bit at a higher frequency, at better health. And I promise you, if you have tinea versicolor on your back or on your torso or on your inner thighs or wherever it may be, it might not bother you that much. But long-term, if this little symptom that's just kind of annoying doesn't go away, you're going to have bigger issues in the gut. And I don't want to predicate on fear and, and feed you fear and make you worried, but just take your symptom as a blessing, a little communication, a little love note from your body. And to just get started, I have my free meals to heal guide in the show notes. I have my free one day detox. You can download the gut cleanse guide. You can always schedule an integrative medicine session one-on-one with me, but you really can heal and you can take care of the symptoms at play. And to be honest, I didn't change my diet when I started healing my tinea because I was already following a healing protocol conducive to healing. Yes, this includes tons of fruit. You do not have to get rid of fruit. That's one of the things on the internet that they're going to say is just get rid of fruit, get rid of fruit, get rid of sugar, anti-candida diet. I am not a fan of those whatsoever because I'm living proof. Hundreds of my clients are living proof. You really can heal the tinea, but first you have to change your diet. Okay. So say you're already there. No worries. You've already, you've been eating. Maybe you're a symptomless client. Maybe this is something that's popped up because my tinea did actually pop up as I was already feeling so much better along my healing journey. So SIBO repair is step number three. This is the nutrition for tinea versicolor. This part of healing your gut is a little bit more specific. So we're taking out foods that feed non-beneficial bacteria like gluten and dairy while bringing in foods and herbal supplements that will aid in repair. So powerful gut healing foods include celery juice, raw onion, and garlic. There's a reason you bloat and feel like a fart box when you eat raw onion and garlic if your gut is not in a good place. I literally, sorry for the TMI, but became an actual walking fart box anytime I ate garlic and onion before I had the tinea. And of course, that was one of my my preemptive signals from the body of like, hey, something's going on here. And I was on a great path with my nutrition, but I needed to make it a little bit more medicinal. So we can do herbs 
The Gut Cleanse Guide is going to walk you through exactly what potions and solutions that you can order in a kit to your house and drink it out of a little capsule and bottle. It's the easiest, most whole foods, plant-based gut cleanse that I think is available to us. And then, so we have the celery juice, the raw onion and garlic, bananas, melons, leafy greens, wild blueberries, herbs like oregano, thyme, lemon balm, nettle, just to name a few. Everything you really need to heal your gut can be found inside your grocery store. And yeast and bacteria overgrowth are present in the gut when the liver is overloaded due to mostly our diet, too much animal protein, too much fat. You don't have to be a vegan. I say that every episode, but start with that meals to heal and the gut cleanse guide, the one day detox and get the ball rolling with nutrition, with cleaning things out. And now that I have you convinced that your gut is the root of all evil, let's talk about what we need to be doing to heal our bodies by targeting our gut health through nutritional therapy. So let me get a little bit more specific on a few steps just for the gut. So step number one, just for your gut, stop eating like crap. Your body's not a garbage disposal. You're not a dog to be rewarded with treats that don't serve you. If you have cravings that you cannot get away from the processed foods, the fried foods, the sweet treats, this is for a reason. You are likely facing nutrient deficiencies and pathogens. You have like microbes in your gut that are biohacking you because they're sending you a a chemical signal to your brain, which is coming to you as a craving. And those little chemical signals to your brain say, I want this food. Give me the McDonald's French fries. Give me the Sour Patch Kids. Give me the sugar in the cabinet, whatever it is. I want you to have tons of sugar, like sweet potatoes, honey, maple syrup, dates, but not in this form because the processed foods that we crave, that we can't just get rid of, those are our pathogens craving them to keep them alive. They send a signal. They're like, Hey, I'm all starving down here. Do, 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 do. Signal goes up to the brain and says, Hey, you should crave this. Eat this. Keep me alive. They're really smart. That's why it's so hard to get rid of them. Step number two, just for the gut. I mentioned a little bit of it, but cut the inflammatory foods because they're literally like little razor blades sweeping through your GI tract. BPC-157 is an amazing peptide to heal the GI lining for those who have candida, SIBO, um, Crohn's, colitis, tinea versicolor. That's later down the line, and you would need to work with a practitioner to receive a dosing recommendation and guide you through that. But just know like there's little razor blades in your gut and foods like gluten, dairy, like I mentioned, canola oil, vegetable oils, MSG, corn, refined sugar, citric acid can even do this, makes little tiny cuts in the gut and it makes it hard to heal. So you're like, so what does this leave me to eat with Jen? Eat what we're created to eat. Eat like you live in nature. If you want to feel alive and heal and feel like a vibrant person, you have to consume real food and you can check out those free resource guides for that. Step number three, just for the gut, is eat living foods. You've been diagnosed with SIBO. You've been likely told that a low FODMAP diet is beneficial for you. When really these FODMAP diets are a band-aid holding you back from your true healing potential. FODMAP diets prevent you from eating the most gut healing foods like onion, garlic, banana, celery, watermelon. There's a reason, again, you blow up like a balloon and feel like a fart box when you eat these foods if you have gut dysbiosis. Sure, you don't have the amount of gas and bloating eating in accordance with a low FODMAP diet. So when you eat that way, you're like, yeah, my gas and bloating is much better because these high healing or high FODMAP foods cause die off in the bacteria colonies. And this produces 
a gas as these colonies are laid to rest, right? So you need to eat garlic, melons, bananas, and these are going to be the foods that are going to get rid of that harmful, yucky bacteria, which is creating the yeast problem, which is creating the tinea versicolor. I don't recommend eating garlic for breakfast and then going out, you know, the whole day to work and be crop dusting everyone by the cubicles, but you can use these foods medicinally, maybe before bed, maybe on a weekend. If they make you uncomfortable, you don't have to go full steam ahead and just binge on them, right? If these foods make you uncomfortable, then just take them slow, bring in some healing foods that you know will work for you. And eventually over time, you'll get rid of that nasty infection in the gut. So step number four, just for the gut, drastically lower your protein and fat before you lose your flipping mind. When I say that I lift weights every day, I have muscle definition. I can lift, lift a lot of weight in a back squat and a bench press and a clean and a press, whatever. And I eat like this every day. I used to subscribe to the notion that we needed so much protein per pound of lean body mass. If you were eating clean foods, if you're eating vegetables, leafy greens, a little bit of nuts and seeds, you don't need the amount of protein we are told. I promise you drastically lower your protein and fat protein shakes, animal protein, plant protein. Don't make your focus protein, make your focus healing glucose sources of carbohydrates and allow fat and protein to be there in your diet naturally. And surely you will not wither away and lose all muscle mass. I promise. So how does lowering fats and protein help to heal the gut? So remember when our gut health is struggling, that means we're likely not producing the hydrochloric acid necessary from the thyroid and our liver is not, it's overburdened. So it's not producing the bile production and that renders it ineffective. So like things just sit in the gut, right? Too much fat or protein, the liver's congested. There's a communication that happens from the liver to the thyroid for energy. That's just a self-perpetuating feedback loop. If our diet is overlaid in fat and protein, things just sit in our gut. Microbes grow. So when we're eating the carnivore diet or the closest thing to it or high protein or keto, whatever it might be, our liver is literally crying out for rescue and we're having a buildup of pathogens in the gut which is going to be a buildup of bacteria, yeast, and then hello, out of your skin come those beautiful white and brown spots, tinea versicolor, right? So by lowering, being intentional, our fat and protein, we can really start to help heal our gut. Now you have to eat enough. You have to eat enough of other foods or else you're not going to feel that great. So our liver's crying out for rescue, the heavy meats and oils, they create these thick layers of bacteria feeding byproduct on our intestinal walls which is like an, a breeding ground for pathogens and illness. And this can even like putrefy in our gut. So where do you get the necessary amino acids for muscle building and cellular synthesis? Because I'm aware you need protein, fats, and carbs to survive. So our greens, our spinach, our kale, our lettuce, the peel of cucumbers and zucchini, potato peelings, peas, cruciferous vegetables, you get the picture. Check out the free resource guides with the foods. I'll show you exactly what to eat in the show notes. But believe it or not, we do not need the amount of protein we're led to believe. Just cement that in your head. You don't, I remember literally being terrified that I would just like fall over and die if I didn't get the amount of protein or I wouldn't be able to have my back squat as high as I like it, or I wouldn't feel strong, or I would just get flabby, blah, 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 blah. I ate a fraction of the protein I once ingested. I look the same, but better. And I'm still, but even better in the gym, according to my performance goals. So easy rule of thumb, eat meat once a day, 
three to four ounces or less. And if you're severely struggling with your gut health, have it once a week, cut out all animal protein and protein supplements for good and eat more fruit instead. Nothing will give you a sicker bicep pump, ladies and gentlemen, than pounding down some watermelon and then doing some bicep curls. It's the carbohydrates that bring that nice plumpness and action potential and growth to our muscles, along with the amino acids we're getting from the foods mentioned. So gut health tip number five, become your body's own detective. Do beans make you hurt in your gut? Avoid them while you heal. Does dairy give you the runs? Well, duh, of course it does. It's feeding and breeding pathogens in the gut. Ice cream is a pathogen party waiting to happen. Raw milk, save your arguments for another podcast. It's true. Your protein shake makes you burp. Chances are you could benefit greatly by backing off the supplements. Our symptoms are literally a blessing. They are a message from our body that says, I'm fighting for you. I need your help here. Please listen to what I am telling you. And my meals to heal free recipe guide, one day detox. I literally take the think work out of it in the show notes and you can download those and get started. So, okay. We have three more steps. We just covered gut health. And now we're going back to Tania versus color specific healing steps. Number four. So let me, let me reiterate what we've just done. If you're like, okay, I feel like my head is spinning. Of course, there's a lot here. We talked about Tania versus color topical home remedies. We talked about healing the gut and we went through all those specific five steps necessary for the gut. And now we are going to talk about cortisol management. We're going to talk about sweating is not the problem. Not sweating is not the solution. And then we're going to talk about our hormones. Okay. So buckle up. We have just a couple more here. Hey there. I hope you are loving this episode. This podcast was created from the place in my heart where I wish for no humans who ever have to suffer the incredible difficulties I walked through not having answers on how to heal chronic disease and unrelenting symptoms of autoimmunity in my body for years. If you are struggling with chronic symptoms, I have help for you and it's totally free. If you were a girly girl like me or just have an appreciation for a good smelling home or a face full of pretty makeup, I have created a lifestyle healing guide just for you. Every single product or potion that has helped me heal chronic illness is in this guide. Everything from detox teas, essential oils I swear by, high frequency healing rose bath recipe, home cleaning products and makeup are all in this guide for you. So download the lifestyle healing guide in the show notes. And I also have a ton of free functional and food as medicine resources. People are always asking, Jen, how did you heal your body with food? You can download the meals to heal recipe book, my one day detox guide. And I also have my hormone healing guidebook, just waiting to lead you into living a symptomless life. If I can heal all eight of my autoimmune conditions, so can you. And for the most important part, our emotional and energetic healing needs, you can download my free energy healing audio to clear trap trauma and energy, keeping your nervous system out of healing and stuck in fight or flight. So your body's never recovering. What I want you to hear most from the show is that your body can absolutely heal from autoimmune diseases, chronic illnesses, and I'm here to show you the way. So go to the show notes, check out those free resources and enjoy the rest of this episode. Number four is cortisol management. When we are stressed out and cortisol is running rampant through our bodies, our immune system takes a big hit. So when we're stressed, our little tiny adrenal adrenal glands that sit on top of the kidneys, they're like, hey, I got you. And they produce epinephrine. They produce 
cortisol. And cortisol, when it comes to tinea versicolor, is like adding gasoline to our tinea fire. When the immune system is weakened, the body is compromised to fight infections. And furthermore, when cortisol is high, digestion slows, right? When your cortisol is high, your body's not rest and digest. It's in fight or flight. And in the stagnant gut environment, this is what the yeast and bacteria need. They need just everything chilling there, breeding on each other to thrive. So reducing my stress levels was key in my healing. And I was in grad school to be a nurse practitioner at the time when I had it. And if all I could do in the midst of grad school was lower my stress by the few things I did, I know you can do it too. I was running a business. I was in grad school. I was maintaining a home. I was a single mom of three fur babies. Wham, wham, wham. What I'm saying is I had a lot on my plate and I know you do too. We are all stressed out. We're all busy, but guess what? You get to make that choice. If you want to participate in that rat race, in that energy of the matrix, and you can take charge of your health and get serious about what needs to change in your life and out with the old feeling bad for taking care of ourselves. And ladies, most women, it's mostly women who have tinea versicolor. And we have to put ourselves first because when you are living your life and operating from a place of overflow, the people around you that you serve get the best of you rather than being run down and rang out like a rag and just feeling like irritable or tired. You're spinning your wheels, girl, and they're not getting from you what they deserve in your life. So for me, this looked like giving less time away and letting the demands of others dictate my day fall wayside. So I would start a morning routine. I didn't look at my emails, my phone, and what people asked of me, I just simply started saying, let me get back to you if I have that availability or saying no. I began to schedule self-care, lay in my yard, read a book, go for walks in nature, meditate, do more yoga. And I scheduled this like in my calendar. I have this concept that we need masculine structure to support the feminine flow. So my masculine structure was scheduling from noon to two on Wednesday. You're going to take yourself on a writing date, get fresh juice and be in nature, right? So that masculine structure allowed for the feminine flow for that healing in my day. And I believed and visualized that my body would heal. When I looked in the mirror and just wanted to cry and saw these spots on my back and people would stare, I was like, no, I know there's a way to heal. And that belief brought me to these six steps that I'm sharing with you today that actually do work. So you don't have to put the harmful topicals on your body and you can heal the tinea versus color for good. And then to reduce my cortisol, I slept more. I backed off a little bit on high intensity exercise and voila, my body took care of the rest. So number five, sweating is not the problem. Not sweating is not the solution. So many clients come to me and say they've stopped their daily walks, their hot yoga, their sauna, their exercise because of tinea versicolor. And many medical professionals will tell you to not sweat as your solution. I highly, highly disagree. What sweating is doing is just bringing up what is underneath the surface, right? As summer days become more humid, our sweating increases. This sweating also increases the circulation inside the body and is allowing for deep detox to occur. So what is on the inside is going to come out on the outside. And as the yeast that is tinea versicolor comes out of your skin, it breaks through the skin, through the epidermis, through the dermis, and temporarily dismantles the melanocytes that give your skin color, which in turn give you those annoying white annular or 
brown, full-blown discoloration spots all over your body, right? So if you stop sweating, you may temporarily curb the speed of your tinea versicolor growing all over your skin. However, your body needs to sweat to detox to heal. So find an appropriate level of activity for your immune system, seriously change your nutrition, get your stress in order, begin to hone in on repairing your gut, healing the SIBO, and you will find that your tinea versicolor can heal. And then the last step, check out your hormones and your thyroid level. I'm not talking about getting your blood work drawn by your regular PCP, even though they are wonderful and thank you for your service PCPs, but looking at your sex steroid hormones and your thyroid is super important because why? Sex steroid hormones support the immune system. And if your thyroid is a little sluggish, then you're not going to have the gastric motility, the hydrochloric acid production that's going to help with decreasing the pathogenic load, which will help with the yeast, which will help with the tinea versicolor. So have a functional medicine expert. I would love to look at your lab work or someone on my team or someone that you already work with and trust and who's really proven that they can help you check out your labs. And then, so say your thyroid's off. You might need to be do be doing a little bit of thyroid healing. You can go back in the shows and find the six steps to take if you've been diagnosed with anything thyroid. Listen to that episode. And then I have plenty of episodes, episode 10 and around there on that podcast about hormones and what to do if your hormones are low. So to find out if you need hormone support and thyroid support, I have my free hormone healing guidebook ready for you in the show notes. It's a quiz that you take and you can find out like, Hey, I've been doing all the nutritional things Jen's recommending. My stress is under control. This is still not budging. Take those questionnaires, see if it's your hormones and your thyroid. And then I have next steps for you on exactly what to do if you're popping positive for the hormone and the thyroid issues. So work on these six steps. I will repeat them for you. Number one, to heal tinea versicolor naturally was looking at your topical home remedies. Number two is healing the gut. Number three is SIBO repair getting really specific for nutrition for SIBO. Number four is cortisol management. Number five, not sweating is not the solution. And number six is checking out your hormones. I promise you that if you go through these steps faithfully and you give it time, you have to give it time. Some people heal in three months, some people heal in three years. I don't have the crystal ball, but if you do these things and you give it time, your body will heal. So head over to the show notes, download all those freebies, get them in a folder, get your healing going. And if this podcast has served you, even if you're just one and done stopping in for the Tinea Versicolor episode, you can subscribe, leave a five-star review. If that resonates, please let us know what you love about the show. There is a form in the show notes to tell us what you want us to talk about on the show. You can always set up an integrative medicine consult with me. And thank you so much for being here week after week or this one time only. I'll see you next week for the Inspire Health by Jen podcast.